0: Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole, and this is Yes, dude. the show about shit we like. Hi, hi. <laughs> How are ya? Fine. I took my car into the shop today. How did that go? Well, Mike wasn't there. It was the young guy whose name I don't know, who was there when I got my oil changed in March. I mean it was that's fu- not like they're gonna tell me anything when I drop it off, so it was fine. I walked in and I told them. Hey, I have an oil leak and also I need an oil change, but like fix the leak while you're in there. And also the guy at Jiffy Lube said that it's making a weird noise, so maybe figure out what that is, too, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. I don't know what the weird noise is, yeah. but... but here you go. <laughs> Take my key. Oh, at least <laughs> it's in good hands yeah. now. Are they the ones who fixed it last time? Uh, Yeah, they fix it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> whenever something goes wrong they i mean it's so far away it's like i don't know it's like 40 minutes depending on <laughs> traffic on the freeway yeah it's so far but like they're good at their jobs <laughs> and I know yeah it. it's worth it like i took it in the last time i took it in before we moved over to this side i was driving home and my Temperature gauge was like going back and forth. Like every time I braked, it would go back down to cool. And I'm like, well, I know that it's like basically impossible for my (laughs) engine to be cooling down that much every time I brake. So it's probably Mm -hmm. just a sensor. But also, I needed to stop doing that because that stresses me out. (laughs) So I took it in like the (laughs) next morning. And he's like, okay, so it was just that. And I'm like, I mean, yes. If you want to put in the headlights that I have in my car because I had ordered headlights because I was just going to change it myself because my headlight had gone out like a couple days before yeah. uh, and I just hadn't had a day off to do that yet. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, I ordered headlights that are on the front seat. If you're in there, you want to put them in. That'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> and so he like calls me. He's like, yeah, so it looks like it was just the like the wire came loose that like connects to the temperature gauge so they just like plugged it back in and it was fine and then he didn't charge me for changing the headlights i'm like oh cool so like that's they're a good shop (laughs) i like the guys who work there but it's just so far yeah and if your car's like already broken and you're taking it to a shop driving it that far (laughs) yeah scares me. Yeah, that, well, that's why I just, like, had Kelsey come to my work and <laughs> take it over to Jiffy Lube because it's in the parking lot that I work in. But didn't want to do it because making weird noise, and it was leaking oil. Thanks, Jiffy Lube. Yep. That cider is going down far too easy. <laughs> it's my last one. I may have to go get a drink after that. Well, that's why I asked you if you had a beverage <laughs> before we record- started recording. I do, though. <laughs> well, yeah, but I got a big one. <laughs> I'll be all right once I start okay. talking. How are you? Tax day is almost here. It is almost here. Oh, by the time we record or we oh, post. Yeah. It'll be here and gone. But um, it's going well, mostly. We're doing a lot of extensions for a lot of our clients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine by me because that means we don't have to stress about it. We have all the way till the middle of October to do them. So, here's my question. You're like a big yes. firm, right? I um, Well, not like big, but like you guys have like wealthy clients. We have business clients. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They've already had like a 3-month extension on their taxes <laughs> because it's supposed to be due in like April. Exactly. <laughs> So, here's the thing. A lot of our clients extended 10-15 anyways, either 9-15 or 10-15, depending on what kind of entity they mm-hmm. are. And so, we just postponed extending them early because we may have gotten them done in that three-month time between April and July. But we're like, uh, well, with as wild as things are and with people out of the office for so long, like we didn't get to all of mm-hmm. those. So, we're doing them now. Hmm. It's just like a delayed... Although, I do have to say... uh. My managing partner has been getting a bunch of stuff he doesn't usually get done this early done. Yeah, So he's been doing really well, <laughs> which is great because he's usually my problem child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I greatly appreciate that he <laughs> is hopping on that uh, COVID train and running with it. Not actually hopping on the COVID train, yeah. but <laughs> being productive during that yeah. time. Overall, though, uh, not bad. Not terrible. My office assistant has been keeping up with assembling returns, uh, which has allowed me to help um, our IT person who's working from home uh, process all the extensions. So that's been really beneficial. Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) We'll get there. Wednesday will come and go, and I'll just want to sleep all day Thursday and Friday. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really, really hoping that they give us either Thursday or Friday off. I will be over the moon mm-hmm. <laughs> if that happens they usually give us the day after tax season off but it's a thursday so i'm like maybe they'll just do it friday yeah well maybe. three-day weekend i would love <laughs> that but unpredictable so we'll see i'll probably end up working with my luck lately yeah <laughs> how are you how's work slow. Are people still, like, are people wearing masks, or? For the most part, I've had a couple people in today who weren't one one customer pulled up and she waited in her car until the person I was helping left, because the person that I was helping didn't have a mask on and so then the other customer comes in and she's like, if they don't have a mask they shouldn't get their dry cleaning and I'm like, I know, I wish they would let us enforce it but there's nothing I can really do if they don't put a mask on Right. But today was slow. I got there at 1 and I wasn't on until 1.30, which I didn't realize. So I hung out for like 40 minutes. And I didn't have anyone come in to drop off anything until 4.45. That sucks because it's like towards the end of the day. and That's the hard of Well, I mean, I know that like, it, there's, there's going to ar- be a drop rush to- after everyone gets off work. Oh, but I mean, there's still people dropping off during the day usually. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, is it more work to do drop-offs or pickups? Drop-offs, drop-offs because I have, so you to, have to, to go sort through them, right? yeah each item. For the pickups, I just Suck. go get their stuff and scan it and give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> All the pickups. Yeah, I did though. They're like the S section and the G section are like gone. Well, the G's were gone, and then I got like four G's dropped off. So there's just, like, a bunch of empty bags hanging in the G-section with no clothes yet because they haven't come back. (laughs) But there was only, like, two Gs left. (laughs) Only two Gs. Mm -hmm. Not five Gs. No. (laughs) So (laughs) my coworker was... (laughs) So we talked... I mentioned this last week. Not on the show, but we were talking. Uh, She was raised pretty religious. (laughs) So, like... Oh, yes. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. We were talking about movies one day and she said that she got to the part where there was nudity and she turned it off. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. (laughs) But (laughs) What movie were you talking about? Actually, I don't think it was a movie. I think it was a Netflix show. But we were talking about something. But (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I mean, that doesn't bother me, but I get it. So (laughs) we were talking today and she's like, do you talk to the drivers? And I'm like. I don't, I mean, some of them, it depends on what driver it is, and, you know, I'll say hi, but for the most part, we're, like, doing our own jobs, <laughs> just, like, getting out of there. So, <laughs> she's like, okay. I talk to them sometimes, like, I found out one of them is trying to open his own, like, barbecue food truck, and I'm like, oh, which one is it? <laughs> We were, like, talking about that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I was just wondering if you talked to them, because uh sometimes I do stuff that's weird and I don't realize it's weird and I have to ask my boyfriend if it's weird and then he tells me that it is so I'm like oh like what and she's like well I've never been drunk and he said that's weird and I'm like yeah but I mean you were raised religious right and she's like yeah but my parents are cool about it like they told me I could drink once and then I turned them down because they didn't know that I was dating my boyfriend and I didn't want to like accidentally tell them because I was drunk and I'm like (laughs) yeah that might happen she's like yeah because don't you like get more honest when you're drunk or something and i'm like well not necessarily more honest but like your filter kind of goes away so you don't think about it (laughs) yeah that is a thing (laughs) And i'm like yeah so you probably would have told them (laughs) especially if it was on the forefront of her mind my allergies are bugging me today sorry man it's all good my topics are kind of short so are mine but that's okay because i think i have an eyelash (laughs) they sometimes get like tucked under yeah (laughs) and like pokes (laughs) (laughs) do you go first or do i go first i think i do because i think i ended it last week yes you did yes with scrabble yes i go first that's me (laughs) it's you my pen is almost out of ink no! Like, it's, I can see it, and it's, like, right at the, like, there's, like, a centimeter left in there. Oh. R.I.P. pen. Yeah. Time to get a new one. Well, I have a whole package of the glittery gel pens, but oh. that color is but- gone. <laughs> Rest in purple. Yep. Both of my purples, actually, because I started out with a darker purple, and then I apparently left the lid off too long or something. Because it dried oh. out, because they're gel pens. Then I went to the lighter purple, and now I don't know what color I'll go to, blue or red, probably. I was going to say, blue matches your book. Yeah, it's blue and purple. Yep. (laughs) But I still have a little less than half the book, and judging by the fact that I've gone through two pens, there's only one blue in that thing. I'm going to have to add a different color eventually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready for my first topic? Yes. Okay. Air conditioning. Yes! <laughs> we were just talking before we started recording about how it's freaking hot. I think it was like 114 last week. Yeah. It's too that's, hot. That's so, and you, you've been doing yoga in that? <laughs> no, I have my AC on. I'm inside. <laughs> well, I know, but it's still probably hot in your house. <laughs> Only when I have my AC off, we have the AC set at 73. <laughs> that is a nice temperature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was seventy four when I turned it off. We'll see. It usually gets up to like eighty one while we're recording. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm always like, it's so hot. (laughs) Oh god. Yeah, but I can't have it on because the vents right there. (laughs) So (laughs) it will blow on the mic. Well, it's just really loud. Well, all right. Topic: air conditioning. (laughs) Air conditioning. I had just like a moment of inspiration. I was like, I'll talk about air conditioning. And then I was like, I don't know what to talk about with air conditioning because, again, science. (laughs) So let's just talk about the history of air conditioning through the ages. Cool. In ancient Egypt, reeds were hung in the windows and moistened with trickling water. Right? So they had some sort of water leakage system dripping onto the reeds. And then the water would evaporate, and the air that blew in through it would, like, pick up the evaporated water, and it would be cool air. And also, it's the desert, so you got a little moisture, and you're all set. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) That's what I need here, except... Sounds like an oasis. Back in the ancient Egypt days. Yeah. Innovative. Very. I would not have thought of that. Right? Medieval Persia. They used cisterns and wind towers to cool buildings. I did not look up what a cistern is. <laughs> I thought about I that when I that. wrote it. I assumed some sort of water storage device. I would think. I'm going to look it up. My phone's right here. A tank for storing water. So <laughs> precisely what I just said. <laughs> Using the evaporated water to cool the air blowing in. In the second century, Chinese mechanical engineer and inventor Ding Huan of the Han Dynasty invented a rotary fan for air conditioning with three wheels. Nope, sorry. With seven wheels, 10 feet in diameter, and manually powered by prisoners. Oh, slave over. You know. (laughs) It was the second century, so. (laughs) What do you expect? Also, I'm pretty sure, like, Egyptians and stuff used slaves or... Well, I was just going to say that because of, like, like the leaves. pyramids. But also, they just hung the reeds in their windows and the wind did all the work. So, <laughs> right, at <laughs> least for that, they were golden. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't live there. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second century. <laughs> the first modern air conditioner was started up on July 17th, 1902. Oh. hmm The term air conditioning was coined in 1906 as opposed to water conditioning. <laughs> I mean... What? <laughs> water conditioning wouldn't be too far off because it sucks the water out of the air. Well, it's not for that. But, but it's, <laughs> it's not, not the it. water. It's for the air. Yeah water conditioning is like a way to control water not a way to dehumidify this this is true the first private home to have ac was in minneapolis in 1914 yeah i would have loved to live in that home then yeah they have probably all like huddled around it and like froze their asses off um it was in the walls oh yeah <laughs> How does that work? Well I I mean I'm sure there was some sort of like vent system but like it was central air so it wasn't like oh, one okay. unit. so like hVAC system yeah okay I thought you were talking about like window units or something no because portable in window units started up in 1945. So oh. that wasn't for another 30 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would not. Have, I would have thought that came first because it was smaller. Right, but the systems were not there because there was no like refrigeration, so <laughs> we didn't have that technology yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, you know, in the olden times, they used to just like go get ice <laughs> and keep it around blow some air on it i guess i don't know hang out make an ice couch yeah basically uh most residential homes had like (laughs) in-home ac units by the late 60s and in 2015 it was estimated that 87 percent of u.s households had air conditioning mine does not or didn't until recently well (laughs) they mean like built-in yeah not, no, Not, you went don't to Lowe's and it. <laughs> I have one of that 13%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, okay. So I don't think that we had AC. I know that we had a swamp cooler at the Medford House. But then we moved to mm-hmm. Washington. I don't think we had, I know that we had some sort of air system. I know that we had like a central vacuum thing. that <laughs> just like sucked it all into one place. But I don't think we had AC because it was always hot in the summer. <laughs> But there's always that stereotype of, like, sitcom dads are always yelling at people for th- turning up the air conditioning, right? <laughs> yes. So it could have just been that situation. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never lived in a house with air conditioning. Yeah. Ever. The only time I did, it was a still, like, a portable, like, built-in wall unit in an apartment I lived in. But, like, mm-hmm. th- none of them have had central air. But when we buy our house next year, I am getting one with that because it's too hot. Yes. Yeah. It's not even so much that it's hot. It's just sticky here. Mm -hmm. Like because of all the moisture in the air, like AC just helps cool it down and take the stick away. (laughs) Yeah. Here it's just hot. (laughs) And all of the things, obviously, AC, you're like are running it a lot. So, you're using energy. (laughs) So, there are ways that you can conserve energy by, you know, running it less and, like, planting trees and tall shrubs in front of, like, your places (laughs) that get the most heat and tinting your windows and all that kind of stuff. But I don't live in a house. I live in an apartment, and those are not options for me. So, I run the AC. (laughs) We... Our condo only gets the west sun, like, in the afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, but only for, like, a little bit. So, but it's a brick-sided wall, so it, like, gets real hot. Yeah. So, we try and leave the windows open in the morning to, like, make it super cool in here and then close them in the afternoon and, like, close the blinds and then turn the AC on. So, it's, we're, like, only running it for, like, a couple hours in the afternoon and a little bit in the evening. Yeah. And then us- usually it cools down enough to where we can pop up and w- open the windows again, but... Yeah, we in theory, could do the, like, run the AC during the day and then turn it off when the sun sets and open the windows. But, I mean, your sister texted you that it was 10 or it was 100 degrees here at 10 o'clock this morning. Like, it's not cooling down enough to make that... To even pop <laughs> open the windows. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, having this, like, portable AC unit has been a game changer. I was, like, out there taking notes and it was just blowing on me and it was so nice mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> nice before we bought it we used to go for drives in Stefan's truck because it had the best ac out of the- his car and my car <laughs> yeah just to like cool down for a little bit before bed so we weren't all sticky crawling into bed yeah but- i was listening to a podcast earlier and they live in la but the guy was he grew up in montana and so he got his uh, COVID results back, and he's negative, so he's going to, like, go up there and see his dad and stuff. <laughs> but but uh, he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, waiting for my friend, because he's also grew up in the area, and we're going to, like, caravan up there just for the AC in the car, because my apartment, my apartment doesn't have any. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that's as good a reason as any, I guess. <laughs> right? I would. Yeah. AC is a game changer. Yeah. It's also probably... Cooler in Montana than L.A., so this is very true. Also, the air is a little bit cleaner, and there's less people, so the wind tends to blow more. Mm-hmm. I don't know how windy it is in L.A., but I don't imagine it's terribly windy. It depends on what year it is, but the Santa Anas get pretty bad. Oh. Is that just like a wind? It's uh Half. like the stormy seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It'll fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like your typhoons and, or monsoons and I know, I always think it's typhoon too. Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It was pretty windy today, but not when I was outside. But like, it doesn't help here because it's just hot air, but faster. <laughs> like you're not getting cooled down at all. <laughs> it's just hot air, but faster. <laughs> yeah. So... <Seth. laughs> I just imagine, like, this hairdryer forced wind with, like... Basically, potas. that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's so hot. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of hot things, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Corn on the cob. Yum. <laughs> is my topic. Nice. So, corn on the cob is a term used for a cooked ear of corn. Or, sorry, a cooked ear of fresh maize, usually of the sweet corn variety. Sweet corn is the most common variety of maize eaten directly off the cob. So if you're buying corn at the store, 99% chance it's sweet corn. The ear is picked in the milk stage because the kernels are still tender. And this is the phase before the corn is fully mature and the husk exposes the corn to the outside wilderness. Mm-hmm. Wilderness air before it exposes the corn. Man, I love shucking a corn. <laughs> Me too. It's so <laughs> satisfying. <Yeah. laughs> Ears of corn are most commonly boiled with their or without their husk. Or they are roasted with their husk on. I've had it both ways, and I prefer the boil. Sorry, what? I missed all of that. I was (coughs) nodding, but (laughs) I didn't hear anything before. (laughs) I prefer the boil. (laughs) Ears of corn are most commonly boiled without their husk, or they are roasted with their husk on. My preference, the boiled. Yes. I can't think of a time that I've not had it boiled, actually. I've roasted it, like, over a fire or over a barbecue before, and it's okay but we just always boil it because you just put like so many in there, right? Like we had a lot of people in my house all the time when I was growing up. So we had to feed like 10 people on any given day. Put them in. Yeah. Uh, corn is never eaten with a husk on and that is because it will shred the shit out of your mouth. <laughs> Have you ever not felt good. like a corn husk? Like, well, obviously, you said you shucked it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, could you imagine that being in your mouth? Like, no. Um. So, no. But I have heard of people who don't know how to eat a tamale. <laughs> so they just, oh, like, go God. for it. Eat the husk? Yeah, and they just go for it. And they're like, why do people like this? <laughs> and it's like, because you're doing it wrong. Because <laughs> you're eating it wrong. Yeah. Um, corn is definitely not a graceful food to eat. No. Uh, Corn skewers help with that, but I would not recommend it for a first date. I was just going to say, it was not a first date food. No. <laughs> so there are variations of corn uh, across the globe, but most popularly, most popularly? Most popular form uh, is elote, mm-hmm. which is popular in Central America and Mexico. And also here. Yes. <laughs> you. I'll they have it. stands on the side of the road. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing until I started researching this. Mm -hmm. It was super cool. Uh, In the South American countries of Argentina, Uruguay, Brazil, Paraguay, and the Andean states, which consists of Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, etc. The word for elote in those countries is, I'm going to assume, choclo? Choclo? How do you spell it? C-H-O-C-L-O. Something like that. Choclo. In Venezuela, it's hojoto. J-O-J-O-T-O. Mm -hmm. i like that word that's fun to say i don't know if those countries have a different word for it once you take it off the cob but there is a it's called something else when you take it off yeah even if it's the same ingredients when you eat it with a spoon it's different specifically corn on the cob yeah i do like eating it with a spoon but Mm -hmm. it has to be fresh off the cob (laughs) anyways (laughs) we're talking about corn on the cob yeah uh, so, elote is generally boiled with salt and spices, covered in butter, mayo, grated cotilla, chili powder, lemon juice, and salt. Elote's Locos is a variation of elote's. Uh, and it is, is it served some a, sort of spicy? It is served on a stick like a corn dog, and it's often served at fairs, seasoned with mayo, sweet and sour sauce, ketchup, and mustard. No, thank you. Yeah, that wasn't... (laughs) It's not spicy at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was Um, thinking, like, they put some, like, flaming Hot Cheetos on it or something. (laughs) Right? Yeah, no, this one's... Elote's locust is, like, obviously crazy corn. Mm. So it makes sense because all of those are uh, wild ingredients to have together on a piece of corn. Yeah, no thanks. The sweet and sour sauce is not my fave. I like sweet and sour, but not on things that are not supposed to be sweet and soured. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. Um, so the roadside stands you were talking about, I'm going to assume are like the Eloteros in mm-hmm. Mexico. Yeah. Uh, they're basically like, an immob- like a mobile hot dog stand, but for Elotes. And the customer yes. can pick the corn on the cob they want. So it could like be the softer corn, the harder corn. You get to choose your toppings, uh, which often consist of sour cream, mayo, liquid cheese chile powder, grated cheese, and butter. That's all I have about Corn on the Cob. Um, It reminds me of summer, and Portland's finally getting some warm weather, so that's why I wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did not know what ilote was until Stefan showed it to me, and it is bomb-diggity. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have it where we were, so. No, we didn't grow up there. No. Or grow up with having it around. Mm-mm. But it is delicious. Yeah. Typically, though, if I'm having corn on the cob at home, it's just butter, salt, and pepper. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go all out i making it at home. <laughs> right. It's never as good if you make it yourself. No. Someone else has got to make it. So I actually was watching an older Sorted Food video last night. Mm-hmm. It was one of their game changers videos where they went on i don't know some sort of american tour for something but they went to the iowa state fair <laughs> which is all about corn so that's funny <laughs> that is funny we too started watching sorted f- like old episodes of sorted food 2 days ago mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> which ones do we watch we watched oh what did they make i forgot We can talk about that later, though. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what else there is to say about corn. Right. Uh, Not a whole lot when it's on the ear. I always wanted to try and, like, make it pop popcorn on the ear. But I think it has to be dried first in order to do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, it'll just burn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, corn on the cob is good. I I just do butter, salt, and pepper. Same. Mm Mm-hmm question. Mm-hmm. No, you... sorry. No salt. Just butter and pepper. Butter and pepper? Really? Mm-hmm. I always salt mine. Well, the butter is salted already, so. This is true. I like the grainy salt. <laughs> Just salt. Oh, salt. Give me the sodium. <laughs> um, do you chop your ears in half or do you leave them whole? So, I can't say that I've ever... Made it as an adult. (laughs) Just like (laughs) on my own. We always did the halves growing up. I think that's pretty logical. Yeah. Just because if you... I mean, if you don't want the whole thing, then it doesn't all go to waste. Exactly. Exactly. As an adult, though, we had it the other night with dinner. Mm -hmm. Last night with dinner, actually. And uh, we just leave them whole because... You're adults now. <laughs> yeah. We know. Yeah. We know we're going to have two halves. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, we had like a lot of people over all the time growing up. So it also just made more sense to do halves. And you can eat however many you wanted. <laughs> we right. just make like a big pot of them. We did corn on the cob a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. In fact, we <laughs> that was my job when I wanted to help at dinner is peel the corn. Yeah. I think that's mainly because we had a lot of barbecues in the summertime. Yeah. Similar to you. We had people over a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It was either my friends, my sister's friends, or my parents' friends. (laughs) Oftentimes a combination of all three. What's your second topic after you take that big old drink of vodka? It's not a big drink. Just a little sip. Okay. So, Saturday, we were supposed to do yoga. You were at your mom's. Yes. Seeing your mom and your sister. And I was at work until six. And then I came home. And we decided not to do yoga because I had had about one and a half tops hours of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. I could not, would not go to sleep. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why. I think it was partly like worrying about, am I going to have to get a new car? Because I can't afford getting a new car. (laughs) But I know that I laid there for many hours just like spinning around in circles because I'm like okay this side doesn't want to go to sleep maybe if I flip to the other side I'll go to sleep <laughs> just that's doing that over and over yeah so I looked at my phone and it was 257 so I know that I had less than two hours of sleep because my alarm was set for five <laughs> so however long that was after that I don't know but the last time I knew what time it was it was 257. <laughs> So, I was like, you know what I'm going to need today? Caffeine. My thing is caffeine. <laughs> I need it. Okay. Caffeine. Your topic? Yes. I like it. Yeah. It's surprisingly difficult to find information on caffeine that isn't, how much coffee? <laughs> like, I don't, right? I, I don't want coffee. I want caffeine. I want just Just caffeine. tell me about caffeine. Caffeination. <laughs> Caffeine is the world's most widely consumed psychoactive drug. Did you know that? Uh, that it does not surprise me. Yeah, because it is in a lot of things. It is, but it is considered a psychoactive drug because it alters your state of mind. And something else that I was going to say that I can't remember. <laughs> my dad actually. Oh, told and me... it's addictive, so one <laughs> might. My... Okay. So my dad told me he thought it was a drug recently and I was like, it is. Caffeine is. It is, but like he's like I've been trying not to eat things that have altered or will alter my mind. I'm like fair enough, but also if you drink green tea, you're getting caffeine. So, yeah. So drink water and water and juice only. Mhm. But also like chocolate has caffeine like it's in everything. Everything. So. It's naturally occurring. Exactly. It is naturally occurring in about sixty percent of plant species. Nope, sorry, Dang. not sixty percent. Sixty, about oh. sixty <laughs> percent. Oh my God, stop saying percent. <laughs> about <laughs> sixty plant species contain caffeine. Interesting. Yeah. One obviously being the coca leaf. Uh, well, it's or coca bean. It's it it is it the coffee bean, and the cola leaf cola bean whatever the one coat comes from <laughs> yeah that's what I was thinking Yeah, of. Uh, and then some other things but this I thought was pretty interesting caffeine and nectar may improve the reproductive success of pollen producing plants by enhancing the reward memory of pollinators such as honeybees Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so like, drink coffee, save the bees, we're all good, (laughs) right? I will. Maybe I will start consuming a cup of coffee a day again. Yeah, just to help the bees. I'll I'll say it's for the bees, but really it's to help me. (laughs) Exactly. Like at this point, it's mostly medicinal. (laughs) Like I would rather not have to take ibuprofen. Although I haven't had coffee in over a week. I had coffee today. (laughs) we got it it's a daily occurrence for it is but we got coffee on the way back from the car shop i've been wanting like an iced coffee really bad so i had a indulge in that tomorrow morning before work i had a jitter juice it's the they i know they have dumb names some of them no uh badass because there's only one in phoenix and it's over next to the jay's house which is next to the car shop So I only get it when I take my car in. So I've had it twice this year. (laughs) (laughs) The second time was today. But uh, I like the girl who works there who wasn't working there today. Her name's Brittany. (laughs) Shout out to Brittany at Badass Coffee. Yeah, she wasn't there today. (laughs) The person got on the speaker and I'm like, that doesn't sound like Brittany. (laughs) Kelsey's like, no, it does not. not Brittany. I am not ordering. (laughs) Right? But I got a Jitter Juice and it was... Dark chocolate and Irish cream. I love Irish cream. Yeah. Oh, but badass, instead of using ice cubes, they use coffee ice cubes. So, like, they make their batches of coffee and then they freeze it so that it doesn't dilute your coffee. (laughs) So. That's epic. Yeah. It's pretty good. (sighs) The global consumption of caffeine is estimated to be 120,000 tons per year. Which when you do the math, comes out to basically one cup of coffee per person per day to get 120,000 tons of caffeine. That is insane. Yes. And then when you think about it, a lot of people don't drink caffeine. They don't. (laughs) So, like, some of us are doing more than our fair share of caffeine drinking. (laughs) Yes. My boss had three Diet Cokes the other day, and I was like, Jesus. So, here's the thing. I was only allowed to have one soda a day when we had soda at all. (laughs) So, like, Mm -hmm. that's just kind of stuck with me. I'm like, who's going through, like, a 12-pack a week? (laughs) Like, that's so much soda. But I'm like, it's just, I mean, some arbitrary holdover from my childhood that means nothing. But, like, that's outlandish to me. (laughs) Yeah. See, I was the opposite. I overindulged as a a kid. So, like, for me, it's a constant struggle to, like, not... But I've learned to, like, slow my roll. And usually I'll have, like, just a few a week. It's not an everyday occurrence. Especially lately, I've really tried to phase out the coffee and soda and just drink more water and tea. Mm -hmm. Just because it's better for my tummy. Yeah. (laughs) My tummy doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. So, I was going to try to find out the... Caffeine intake per like by age group mm-hmm. in the US surprisingly difficult to find without it just being coffee consumption. <laughs> I'm like, I just want caffeine in general. I've already right. talked about coffee twice. <laughs> I want all the sources of caffeine. Yes, I want to know how many people are eating a dark chocolate bar every day. <laughs> like that's caffeine. I couldn't find that. I spent so much time trying to figure out how much caffeine are Americans drinking. And it always leads back to coffee. (laughs) That's so weird. Yes. But I did find the top 10 most caffeinated countries in the world. Well, that's kind of (laughs) interesting. Exactly. Would you care to take a guess for any of them? And would you care to take a guess where America is on that list? We are number one. Okay. I think that... (laughs) <laughs> part of me thinks that, like, South America would have... Because of Colombia? <laughs> yeah, they're, like, big producers yeah. of it. So, I, I like, you'd think it'd be big there, but also we're big producers of apples when we don't have, like, shit tons of apples. Like, yeah. So, maybe not. I know for sure the U.S. is probably number one. I Part of me thinks that, like, Europe is super high, like... That's a continent, Not, but yes, <laughs> I know, I know. But like, yeah, I'm trying to think of like specific countries. Yeah, like Italy, uh, I would assume probably. Yeah, I would say Italy. Part of me almost feels like maybe like the UK, just because. Although, even though they're more tea. into tea, <laughs> I was gonna say even though tea is there, kind of like claim to fame. Tea? I don't know. I just feel like they're very Western. Yeah,
1: more in the um, in the
0: recent years, they have gone more like fancy coffee shops and stuff. I also feel like maybe t- like Thailand or like Vietnamese because like Vietnamese coffee is a thing mm-hmm. and Thai coffee is a thing, which we've talked about, I think, before. Um, So maybe some of those countries. OK, <laughs> so America, not even in the top 10. What? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. And I led you on a little bit with the Italy answer, also not on the list. (laughs) That blows my mind, especially because, like, wow, okay. So, from one to ten, Sweden is the most. Really? Yes. Norway, the Netherlands, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Nicaragua, so there's your South America, and Uh France. Basically, Italy. Don't sue me, France. I'm kidding. I know you're not Italy. <laughs> but. Oh, they'd be real mad. But yeah, it's interesting to me that all of like Scandinavia is on this list. And also, Scandinavian countries tend to be reported as the happiest. It could also be, you know, universal health care. I was like, going to say, I think it drug legalization more their, and their decriminalization socialized. and things like that. But also they drink a lot of caffeine, guys. Well, maybe we just need to like adopt their values and drink more caffeine. Yeah. And we'll be happy too. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe we just move there. I know. Let's do it. Let's learn Swedish. Dude, Stefan's work has an office like their headquarters is in Denmark and Sweden is like a 20-minute drive from there. That's what I'm saying. Scandinavia. Let's do this. We could do this. <laughs> Also, my great-grandma was, like, a quarter Danish. Oh. She was, yeah, a quarter Danish. So she has um, descendants over there, like, in Denmark still that I want to go try and find when I go with Stefan. My last name is English, so I can pretend. (laughs) 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 I also have the top ten most caffeinated U.S. cities. This one is a little more questionable because it was basically like a formula figured out by the Daily Beast, and they looked at the amount of coffee shops in each city and the amount of money spent by (laughs) the citizens on coffee, so it's it's i mean it's the cities that drink the most coffee but also that's not necessarily true because like we didn't have coffee shops in our town no and it's not like home reporting so this one's a little more questionable but i still think it's a fun list would you like to take a guess at any of these yes okay uh, i'm going to go with the big cities so we're going to get new york la seattle mhm um probably san francisco mhm dallas no. No. Nope. Too far south. Not necessarily. Hot. No. Phoenix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a <laughs> one more southern city on there. By like southern I don't mean like in the south, I mean like Like southwestern? Yeah. Ooh. If you can think of any other southwestern states. <laughs> Albuquerque? No. But close. Very close. Santa Fe? Never mind. I was thinking Santa Fe, but that's wrong. And I lied to you just now. Okay. But it is another San. <laughs> what is it? San Jose. San oh, San Jose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what you said. Okay. So, number one, Seattle. You got it. Woo! Number two, Portland. Really? Yeah. Not surprised. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, San Jose, Denver, San Francisco, Chicago. Phoenix, Los Angeles, New York, and Boston is number 10. Oh, I didn't even think about Boston. Yeah, man. Sometimes I forget Boston exists. I don't. I'm always thinking about Boston. (laughs) We should go there. You've been, right? No. I've never been to the East Coast except for Orlando. Oh, let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. And also, while we're there, let's go to Maine because I really want to go to Maine. (laughs) Let's do an East Coast road trip. Yeah. (laughs) That could be a thing. Yeah. Next year, eventually. I mean, if <laughs> Corona's... That's I said, eventually. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the East Coast, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about Frisbees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll understand the very, very well. End of this. I assume that they were invented in the East Coast or something, but... Can I, uh... The name came from the East Coast. (laughs) Okay. Um, So my topic is Frisbees. Mm -hmm. Also a fun summertime activity. Or year-round, but it reminds me of summer. So Walter Morrison and his future wife Lucille were tossing around a popcorn tin lid after dinner on Thanksgiving Day in 1937. Just like at their house. Mm -hmm. They took their little game to the beach in L.A. and tossed around a pie tin where someone wanted to buy it for $0. 25 cents. Back then, pie tins were only $0. 5 cents, so it got them thinking, build a business out of this. It got them thinking, let's resell pie tins. <laughs> Pretty much. It's toys. Um, after he s- so he served in World War II, and after he served in World War II, he sketched a design for an aerodynamic flying disc called the Whirlaway, after the famous racehorse, who was aerodynamic. He and his business partner, Warren... Warren Franciani started producing the first plastic discs in 1948. They renamed their product the Flying Saucer in the wake of UFO sightings and sold their discs at fairs. The partnership between Morrison and Franciani ended in 1950, where Morrison started, or when Morrison started his own company to sell the Flying Saucer. He figured out a better design in 1955 and started calling it the Pluto Platter. He sold the rights to wham in January 1957, and in June 1957, they renamed the Pluto Platter the Frisbee. This is because in Connecticut, the Frisbee Pie Company supplied pies to Yale students who would toss around the pie tins stamped with the company name on top of them and yell Frisbee. So, wham Change the name to frisbee thus what we know today there are a couple types of frisbees uh there are ones with holes in the center there's the classic plastic one my absolute favorite frisbee is the aerobi super disc <laughs> it's got like rubber edges and it's like a like a flexi plastic middle mm-hmm. i think it's over there uh but that's my favorite frisbee but like growing up, we went to go, like we used to go to the beach all the time. So we play with kites and frisbees and stuff. Uh, I love playing frisbee, except for when it was super windy because the frisbee would like roll just continuously down the beach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that sucked. But that's fun. Yeah, I've never been great at frisbee. <laughs> I've never quite gotten the. Sometimes my throws are really good, and sometimes they're just like way off. The flick of the wrist. Yep. Yeah. Because some people do the underhand. I do the backhand flick. Yeah. Blue. I'm just I not great at it. I frisbee with my left hand. I am very much right hand dominated when throwing a frisbee. hmm <laughs> You didn't go into ultimate frisbee or anything? You going to go into frisbee sports? Um, so the article I was, or the Wikipedia page I was on, had a completely separate mm-hmm. thing for that. And I looked at it, and it was very long. <laughs> and I was like... Uh. (laughs) so yes ultimate frisbee is a thing Uh, it's become a professional sport yes frisbee golf ultimate frisbee are those the same or are they different I don't actually know what ultimate frisbee is frisbee golf has like a like a stand with the chains on it I don't really know what ultimate frisbee is I do know in frisbee golf you have like different size frisbees and different weighted frisbees like Mm -hmm. you would have different like golf putters and clubs Uh, so I think that's pretty cool there's a place out in North Plains, Oregon, just west of here, near Hillsboro, that's called Horning Side Out, and they have a, like, a Frisbee disc golf course through the forest, which is pretty cool. Ultimate mm-hmm. Frisbee makes me think of, like, Frisbee golf, but also tag at the same time. <laughs> it makes me think of Hacky Sack. <laughs> I don't know how you <laughs> would combine those things, but I just see, like, some dudes on the quad. <laughs> like... I have no idea what ultimate frisbee is. Me either. But the word ultimate makes me think of, like, bros. Ultimate, dude. (laughs) But, yeah. I don't know. I kind of wanted to do, like, summer topics because, like I said, Portland's finally getting warm and I'm finally feeling summery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whereas you've been dying for the last five weeks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't wait until fall. It's supposed to be 96 here on Monday, and I'm excited, Don't mainly because I have an to air conditioner ninety <laughs> You're like, bitch! It's 20 degrees hotter than that here. <laughs> I wish it was 96 here. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. It's so warm. It hit 80 today. It was like over 100 by the time I went to take my car in. Probably. <laughs> oh, side note about Frisbee. Stefan and I played frisbee for like two and a half hours nice it was super fun though it was like the best game of frisbee ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) it probably wasn't two and a half hours but it felt like two and a half hours yeah it was a good while though (laughs) it was a good time (laughs) anyways there's like no more holidays to talk about until september are you counting your birthday in september i mean labor day yeah are you gonna talk about labor day (laughs) I mean, no, but I'll probably mention it, yeah. like, on an episode or something. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll mention that it's going to be Labor Day. <laughs> That's what I mean. But, like, no cool holidays. In August. Yeah. I had to cancel my... Speaking of golf. Frisbee golf. Uh, I had to cancel my top golf event, and it was real sad. Hmm. Only because I was looking forward to that. <laughs> well, you can we can do it when you come down here. <laughs> yeah well I mean we're still gonna have it it's a, it was a work event it was our 75th anniversary event and I was putting it on so I'm real sad I had to cancel but I think we're gonna do it next year because they said they would postpone it a year or reschedule within 12 months for free so I think we'll take that option yeah hopefully S- stupid COVID yeah do you have anything else nope okay if you- oh nope <laughs> <laughs> oh man Trying to figure it, out. <laughs> it is hot. Okay, so before Emily dies of heat stroke, uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, give us a like and a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a review. Those things actually help us out. It helps other people know that we're cool and you like us. Also, check us out at Yes Dude Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Em runs our Instagram account, I run our Twitter account. Check us out. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. And on that note, I'm gonna let Emily go. Turn on her AC, and then we're gonna do yoga stretch. Yes. I'm excited about this It's hot. I'm not excited about anything. <laughs> we'll go turn your AC on. Let it get cool for a few minutes. And then we'll okay. Okay. Yeah. Good? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Bye. Got it. Got it.